Okay, well, welcome. This is Anna Fourier from Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here with Joanne today. Welcome gaining some deeper insights and awarenesses and tangible tools around her life path. And we'll be astrological birth chart. So, welcome, Joanne. It's great to have you. Thank you. It's great to have this opportunity. Yeah, great. Wonderful. Um, so, before we get started, uh, because it's our first time connecting, would you yeah. tell me a little, uh, just a little bit about who you are and what you do? Oh, um, okay. Well, I'm not working at the moment. I was at um, university um, as a mature student, and I'm just a bit undecided where I'm going next. Mm-hmm. And um, what did, did you say that you were a what? What were you studying there? Oh, um, sound engineering. Okay. And um, prior to that, were you doing any kind of special occupation at that time? Um, no, just regular jobs. Nothing kind of exciting or anything I really wanted to do. Right. Right, right, right. Um, nothing that felt maybe aligned or had a, a was like aligned with a higher calling kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, if um, do you have any specific questions, or are you just kind of looking for some general guidance with this reading today? Um, general, I guess. Anything you can <laughs> tell me. Awesome. Okay, great. And um, just to kind of guide our session a little bit, is there, are there any, do you find yourself drawn to any particular paths or um, ideas or, you know, um, occupations, whatever? Is there anything that's kind of been percolating for you? Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of healing, but I like it's kind of um stagnant and I'm kind of a bit of a crossroads with that as well yeah okay um what kind of healing do you do uh, uh energy and sound okay great great um so energy healing and sound healing excellent okay well let's dive into your chart um great all right. So first, what we're going to look at is your sun sign. And yeah, and that's typically what you what you probably relate to inside of yourself, you know, kind of when you read a horoscope or something, you say, oh, that's mm -hmm. um, and you have this in the sign of cancer. And, um, you know, cancer is cancer is really the mother of the zodiac. And there's cancer is nurturing, um, community oriented, uh, family oriented. I would say even like home or there's a home component to all of that. Uh, definitely sensitive, emotional, intuitive, um, and just this ability to care deeply for others. So this is something that I mean. Are those are those parts of yourself that you relate to? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, 
And how we look at this in the life path astrology is it is like, it's not necessarily what you, what, how other people see you and what they're drawn to in you, but it is what you, I call it like magic fairy dust that you, (laughs) you sprinkle it throughout everything that you do. And so it's, it's something, it's a, it's a, it's like an energy that gets woven through um, the things that you offer and, and the way in which you do that and, and all of that. So it's just something that's there. Um, yeah. And then when we look at your rising sign, which you have in Libra, this is what we consider more of like your soul mission, your life path. It's, it's like the problem you're here to solve. Um, it tends to be what, other people admire in you and are drawn to and may even want more from you. So this is, um, you know, Libra, Libra, I often, you know, Libras are dynamic. They have a few different components to them, but I, I often think of them as like the goddess of the Zodiac that they're, you know, they're, they, they do appreciate and, um, desire beauty, like being surrounded by that, uh, tuning into all the senses, appealing to all the senses. They're also a lot about collaboration and partnerships and relationships, which is a nice kind of symbiosis in that way with the cancer. Um, Mm -hmm. They definitely, there's a, there's a little bit more of like a social, well, it's funny because cancers can also be social in that nurturing way, but Libras are, are maybe a little bit more like social in the, the extroverted way. Like there's a little bit more extroversion that happens there. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and they can, they're always seeking kind of like balance and they're great at keeping the peace sometimes to the point of maybe repressing their own pain to keep the peace, to not kind of rock the boat. Uh, but you know, this is about bringing harmony, balance, beauty. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, as we move through this, how this weaves into it, but it's definitely what, what others may be drawn to from you and, um, that they, they see this inside of you and want more of it. When we, when we look at your moon, um, you have a little more water here. So you have the, the sun sign, cancer, water sign. So there's that sensitivity, that emotionality, that, intuit- that intuitiveness. Uh, when we look at your moon, you have that in Pisces. So another water sign, Pisces being the last sign of the zodiac. And they are kind of like otherworldly like it's it's like the transcendence right we start with aries which is very much about the individual and the kind of the birth right this is sort of like when we reach the level of transcendence and so there's a certain amount of like dreaminess and emotionality um piscean energy is very psychic it is like non-material they're not if you you know this is this is in your moon but relates to your emotions and it relates to your emotional motivation and so this is actually in what you shared about feeling a little bit stuck in your Mm -hmm. 
in your current healing, this might be a place where you might illuminate some things that could help with that. And um, because typically we look at the moon when we're talking about something, when we're talking about a higher calling, then we want to look at the emotions and we want to honor the emotions. Um, if you just had a job, you might not have to do that so much. But um, but this is where that that like that like I said, emotional motivation is going to come from. And if you tend to feel stuck, um, I would say especially for Pisces, if you feel almost like overly sensitive, like a like an oversensitivity and and I don't know if you have a tendency to take things on, like feel like you take on from other people. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, something else that can happen that I would look at with Pisces in general, but even in a Pisces moon is if there's like any kind of addiction, like sort of like a delusion, a self-delusion and an addictive cycle that can come in, which could obviously be sex, drugs, alcohol, but it can also just be like sort of addictive ways, addictive ways that feel a little bit dampening of, of you. Um, so I don't know if, you know, if you kind of relate to this, this, you said that you definitely have that empathic thing where sometimes you take on a little bit too much from. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so what we can look at with the moon is how do you take care of yourself and your Piscean emotions in order to like move yourself out of that stuckness and um, be able to stay motivated and, and, and all of that. Now it may be, I'm just going to make a little side note. It may be that in relation to the stuckness you're feeling now, there might be some other parts and pieces, but just in general, as a way to care for yourself and your emotions, this is something to look at. So, you know, some of the things that I think of with Piscean Moon are to literally, definitely at least daily, if not multiple times a day, if you need to, to cleanse yourself consciously of other stuff. Do you do anything like that already? Uh, yeah, I just normally do it um, once a day. Okay. Um, so that's great. And I would encourage you to, to keep doing that. And do you, I mean, do you yeah. feel like, do you notice that that, that that supports you already? Do you notice that that's a helpful yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah. I'm already feeling that benefit. Do you tend to do that at the end of the day? Yeah, more so at the night time. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, you might, you know, you might just kind of check in with yourself too uh, around how often you need to do that throughout the day, especially if you're doing more healing work or even just um, in that interactive realm of like having that awareness of, mm -hmm. you know, I think sometimes there can be like this boundarylessness to a Pisces that which is beautiful because they can like, they can like feel everyone. They can, they can feel everyone. And there's a compassion that comes to that. Like, like a, like an acceptance and a compassion of seeing the good in others, uh, which is a really beautiful quality, but you know, maybe just having some awareness around what you require 
cultivating sort of a, a healthy boundary, whether that's the way you interact or um, certain practices that you do. And, and it may be that like a morning ritual that literally is just like creating, like creating that boundary around you. Um, maybe it's sort of like a white light that isn't, isn't, isn't blocking others out, but it's creating this um, healing boundary around you. It might be something that could be useful. Um, and, and I think too, just water because of the, the watery quality, it may be that uh, if you're not infusing water into your, ba your bathing time at night, you're washing away of energy, um, even like salt that, you know, really like getting into that cleansing. And I, and, and allowing for some dream time, like dreaming, um, even how, how, are, what's your relationship to sleep? <laughs> Do you sleep well? Do you take it seriously? No, it's, um, I do try, but it's not, um, like I don't sleep well. I do try and have a routine, but I, I just don't get the full night's sleep. Okay. So there, there might be things, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things to do that. That's something that I find is individual, um, you know, when I'm working with some of my health coaching clients, uh, it is sort of like figuring out what, you know, it, it's sort of like a nuanced thing of like, what do you need, you know, and what, what's going to be the most supportive, but I would highly recommend like, whether it's, it could even be listening to like some kind of binaural beats, uh, before you mm -hmm. sleep and getting the brain waves syncopated. Um, it might be supplements that you need. It might be, um, certain like making sure, like being really vigilant about your blue light blocking. So it's, like I said, it's sort of like a deeper, a deeper place, but something for you to investigate because I feel that that dream time is like, especially for Pisces, um, can really help re-nourish you, allow you to, to swim around in those realms and then uh, be able to process and, and also maybe get, receive that information that, um, that like connect to the other world essentially. Right. Yeah. So that, those would be kind of my recommendations around taking care of the your Piscean moon, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, playing, even, even being creative too, even creativity, it can be something just letting that creative juice flow during the day and your waking hours. So, um, but we'll, uh, we'll go into a, something a little more practical now, which is your Saturn and Saturn is he's like the father. So the Saturn, Saturn, a planet, the planet is, he is like the father. He's ruled by Capricorn. Um, he's really a kind of a disciplinarian and he's interested in the plan and, and what, and Saturn even deals with how you're going to make money. Like, are you going to, are you monetary return? Because once he, that father, you know, it's sort of like the father sitting you down and saying, okay, how are we, how, you know, this is great. Um, but 
How are you going to make money? How is this? What's the plan to have this be profitable? Um, and then he sort of like eases up. And this is the lens we look at it from the life, the life path astrology. Um, sometimes there's like sort of lessons to, to work through around that. Um, but if we look at, you have Libra again here. Um, so Saturn is in Libra and Libra, you know, on the one hand, um, Saturn really appreciates because Libra is very intelligent too. Libra, Libra has a lot of intellect, but she can be a, she can be a bit indecisive. And I don't know if you run into that where there's sort of like, it's an air sign. She's an air sign. So there's like a little bit of like, oh, I'm going to float over here. I'm going to float over here. <laughs> yeah, so much. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I feel that I, the way that I look at this is that Saturn Saturn is here to encourage Libra's gifts to kind of bring those out, use them, but then be watchful and try to keep things in check around some of the more challenging, you know, potentially challenging aspects to the plan. Um, mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think that part of this could be, I don't know if you tend towards like being a people pleaser, um, not always wanting to rock the boat. Yeah. Would you say, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and sometimes there's even like a, because Libra, Libra can sometimes have a bit of a superficiality to her. Um, there might be like an overly perfectionistic um, tendency around like appearance. Um, and, and I don't mean just like your own physical appearance, but also just like appearances, like how things mm -hmm. look to others um, that, that you're, that you're doing. And so I would, I, Saturn is here to go, okay, so Libra, you're super intelligent. You are wonderful at bring, you know, sort of, uh, collaborating with others. And this may be something that you are going to start to infuse more of if you're not already doing it, that it may be that this is like a really um, key piece for you as you go forward is beginning to collaborate, maybe cultivate some supportive partnerships. And through that, being able to create decisive action and like stick with that plan. And, and, and part of that too is when you might interact with others that, you know, you, and you are watchful about that people pleasing, right? That kind of that, that Piscean moon, taking care of your Piscean moon, yeah. creating healthy boundaries. Um, you kind of have tabs on that as you go into these, but there could also be really powerful uh, expansion inside of that because of your Libra and qualities and just exploring that. Maybe it's even just um, if you offer, and I don't know if, have you been mostly doing like one-on-one -on -one healing when you do it? Yeah. Yeah. So it may be, and this could be in person or online, um, 
also because of your cancer, which I'm going to talk more because cancer shows up again, uh, that it may be that you move towards doing some more group stuff because that's creating community. And then inside of those groups, perhaps you bring in collaborators, people who do things that are aligned, similar, but different, supportive. Um, and I think, you know, this would, this could really kind of bolster up. It may have you feel less stressed and like you have to do it all yourself as well. But how does that sound? Yeah, I've, I've been um, considering um, like doing more group or starting group work. So that's definitely um, next for me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think that would be, you know, and obviously you can kind of take the first step and explore doing groups and then, you know, look at what collaboration looks like um, for you, even if it's sort of yeah. cross promoting or, you, you know, sharing resources, like there's so many ways to do that. Um, so anyway, great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, and then we are going, so I, I, I kind of touched on this already, which if we look at your, um, your Midhaven, which we see is like kind of your career, your public image, who you're, Midhaven is, is related to your 10th house, which is your career house. And, okay. and you have this in cancer. So this is, this is like what you're here. You know, there's a lot of nuances to all of these aspects of you, but I said like, it, this is like the community leader, leader, the, the being the mother of your community. Um, however, it's key that this community nurtures you too. Okay. Because with cancer, with cancer being, uh, your mid haven, and and Capricorn rules the tenth house, and and Capricorn is like the father ruled by Saturn. Um, so we again we see that father disciplinarian, you know, kind of energy yeah. with Cancer the mother, and Cancer is very sensitive. So we want to try to avoid you going like have that becoming overly sensitive or over giving and then just retreating back to your crab shell and disappearing and your community's like, where did she go? And you know, and you kind of, <laughs> that momentum, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here, you know, being, becoming the mother of your community, but making sure it nurtures you. Making okay. sure you feel also nourished by that and so that's you know kind of an exploration um and then you know you can infuse some of that beauty that partnership that that sensuality of libra into that you know into that community and we'll start to kind of thread all these together as we carry through um is this all making sense to you so far yeah it is Awesome. Good, 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 good. Um, so let's talk about your North node and your South node. And your North node is like your destiny. It's also your challenge. It's, it's often maybe not 
what you're incorporating organically. It's like where you're moving toward, what you're being challenged by. Your south node okay. is opposite that, and that's your natural gifts. So your north node you have in Leo, and then your south node, your natural gifts, you have in Aquarius. And I'll talk about the south node first because this is, this is, these are your gifts. These are sort of maybe what you inherently do or feel, and you may not always even think about it. Um, so Aquarius is, is independent. Aquarius, they're visionary. Um, they are free thinking. They're, they're rebellious. They have a little bit of a rebel streak. Um, they, they're freedom seeking. They're very generous. Um, but there's this, they're, they're not, I wouldn't say that they're, um, they're, they definitely enjoy kind of the collective, like they have this humanitarian aspect to them. So they, they often do good and that's their generosity, but they have this re rebel streak. That's like, I'm going to do things differently and I don't really care what other people think, you know, and that can show up in different ways. But do you find yourself, is there that spirit inside of you or does that show up for you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, and this is where we look, these are natural gifts. And if we relate that to, if we now feed that into what your challenge is, which is Leo, um, so Leo is the, he's ruled by the sun and he's like about the spotlight and a little bit like, Hey, I'm here. Like I always think of Leo as like the performer and there's a childlike quality and there's a warmth and there's, there's this heart centered, um, quality to Leo. They're, they're adoring. They love to adore and they also love to feel adored. It's important. They have, so they don't just adore and then like walk away. There's some reciprocity there that's, and that's kind of being seen and really shining their, um, really shining their light and self-expressing from the heart. And this is where you use those gifts of, so Aquarius, where you have this independence, you have, you know, there's, there's a, that, that bit of rebelliousness, which is kind of like, what's going to make you different? What is going to make you stand out from the crowd? And then you now get the courage through that challenge in Leo, get the courage to shine that, to expose and self-express from that uniqueness from you know what makes you truly different and truly an individual how does that sit you know do you feel that you that you do that that you shy away from yeah i do i'm very um kind of insular at my like natural state yeah. So, yeah. So this is, this is, and that's why it's the challenge, right? That's yeah, <laughs> it is. But here's the thing. It's a challenge, but it's like where, when you start to move more into that and, and move into it, you, you know, it's really going to be expansive in a lot of ways and may in fact 
help with some of the stuckness as well and mm -hmm. and really free up energy and the fact of the matter is to um, be magnetic to those people that you're here to serve and work with in that community you know they're 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 going to appreciate um there's going to be a trust built because if you're sharing that you know rebellious visionary uh kind of free thinking place of of aquarius and and um sprinkling that cancer nurturance and really being that community leader and then also infusing um absolutely you know leading with that libran um goddess beauty you know and i mean that like inner and outer um that that's all very you know attractive and um and i would say that there's you know stepping more into like sharing warmth from your heart that's not just surface that's not uh so libra has a warmth to them but sometimes it's a little more uh intellectual if that makes sense whereas leo infuses the heart and and you know that cancer sun in you probably wants to like protect a little bit more and and because there's such a deep sensitivity it's like well but i want to protect this i don't you know i don't want to send it out there i don't want to send yeah. my heart out mm -hmm. there. <laughs> but um this is where as long as you start to create that that community that that you feel nurtured by, you know that you your cancer feels nurtured by, this will be able to come forth a little bit more. And so again, it's that courage of the Leo too to step forward and be more of a leader, more of a um, you know I call it a performer, but I do feel like a leader. Um, a leader slash teacher so they like there's you know there's a level of there's a level of stepping on the stage right and yeah and not that you're not you're not real but um that kind of performance that i see mm -hmm. um all right so i hopefully uh this next thing where we talk about your 12th house might start to thread it all together a little bit more um, okay. I mean, hopefully you're already feeling that way, but this is, this is like the clincher part where when we talk about your 12th house, your 12th house is what I consider your karmic client, your karmic audience or, um, your, yeah, your, your, your karmic community. Um, and it's an archetype. It's an archetype of who you're here to serve. And it also relates to your subconscious, to your limiting beliefs. And often it's, it's helpful to think of yourself three years ago where you were. This is the archetype of who you're here to serve. And through serving them, you are actually working through your own karmic stuff and your own limiting stuff. So it's like a very symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Um, you have uh you have your tw uh, 12th house ruled by virgo and so this is going to put kind of an interesting 
spin on it, I think, in a good way, because I think a lot of what you have here, Virgo can use. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just to be clear, it doesn't mean that all your, you know, your community members, your clients, whatever, it doesn't mean that they are Virgos, but it's the archetype of what that represents, right? They have these qualities. Yeah. Um, so some of the qualities of Virgo is they are also highly intelligent. Um, they, they are selfless. They're all about selfless service service. So they, they want to be, they want to do good and help others. Um, they can definitely be perfectionists. Um, they're truth seekers. So like truth is like, ult, you know, that they're, they're Virgos are the virgins. It's purity, it's healing, all of that. They tend to be a little stuck in their heads um, because of this intellectual, this highly intellectual quality. And they're very hard workers. They can be critical uh, of others, but also deeply critical of themselves. And they don't tend to be risk takers. They're kind of conventional. Um, and they will just work, 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 work until they're exhausted. Um, they could really use to listen to and listen to and trust their inner voice and um, they're producers. So they're like the executive producer who, who brings, um, they might work behind the scenes, bringing others together, but not necessarily out there on the forefront, but you know, th these are just some of the, some of the qualities of Virgo. And I think when we look at this, do, would you say people that you've worked with already have any of these traits or is there sort of a thread that has run through? Yeah, definitely. That's, um, yeah, that's kind of, um, people I surround myself with yeah it makes a lot of sense okay so here's where um in knowing and understanding this karmic client connection this archetype yeah where you can start to speak to them uh mm -hmm. through marketing through uh, a community you may start to create through group through a group that you create that you kind of speak to that, like, um, are you, you know, are you highly intelligent? Are you, you know, really hard worker, super organized, a bit of an overachiever? Um, but maybe you get, you know, you get to the point where you've worked so hard that you're just exhausted and you might even be suffering from health issues. Um, so it's, it's starting, it's starting to speak to those potential pain points and getting an understanding of that and then being able to bring them into the community that is nurturing um, where they feel held, where they're going to be healed and, and that has this, you know, kind of beauty sensuality to it and it you know it may be a little more superficial when you kind of bring them in and then you have the opportunity to bring them more into their hearts and the deeper heal you know the deeper healing of of beauty and 
inside of that, beginning to nurture those emotions that Virgo kind of puts under the surface um, because they just, you know, they keep going and they're self-critical and they kind of turn it, turn it inwards. Um, and they may, you know, some of that Aquarian kind of rebelliousness, the, the natural gifts that you have, that, that can, I think, uh, maybe bring them out of thinking that things need to be so black and white, if that makes sense. Yeah. But you have the, you have that heart, that sensitivity to really have, I think, I feel like have Virgo feel safe because that's going to be an important thing for them to, you know, to feel safe inside of that. Um, so yeah, I don't know how, like, I, I think I said this, bringing more harmony, balance and beauty to Virgo, infusing, <laughs> introducing a more of a sensual experience. So if you're doing the healing and sound healing is great because there you go, you have the sound, but maybe it's that there are some other sensory experiences that might be visual or even, um, depending on what type of community it is, if it's in person then, or, you know, even just one-on-one, -on -one, if they have the opportunity to have smells or, um, I think even if you do uh, something that's online, then mm -hmm. you can always eventually, like if they're part of your community, well, they receive something like something, something beautiful that appeals to the senses, you know, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, just things to think about. Maybe you offer specific visuals with, with the sound healing or even certain scents, um, which I love because that so bypasses <laughs> the thinking <laughs> right into the more of the reptilian brain. And um, yeah. So I would love to hear from you, first of all, how this has been and if you've had any illuminations or ahas through this. Uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's, um, yeah, it has been really enlightening. Um, yeah, I think you've described me pretty well, even the stuff I wouldn't necessarily like to admit to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Was there anything specific that really stood out or maybe a couple things that stood out to you that uh, feel useful to kind of move forward with right now? Yeah, when you were talking about um, Leo as like being a bit of a performer and putting myself more out there, I definitely need to um, do that. Yeah, I'm normally... Um, well, I just don't. I'd rather be kind of hiding away. So I definitely need to put myself out there. Um, and the stuff around Virgo, that was really kind of um, interesting. Right. Like the people that I have around me, that's, yeah, that was pretty accurate too. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that's, that's great. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Now you can kind of use some of this to begin to, you know, um, paint the picture. And if you were, if you were going to say like, if I were to ask you, do you have, what's your plan now? Like, 
like what's what are some of the next steps um, that you can take forward from this because I think it's important to solidify that and ground that yeah uh, so definitely more um, community-based work and um, more like group stuff I was definitely thinking about that but um, like what you've said has definitely confirmed that's what I need to be doing awesome that sounds great. And I, and I would say that if we look at um, that Saturn, you know, it might be that you just, just kind of percolate as you're beginning to create that community um, that you, well, let me just first say like, kind of just start that process of reaching out and, um, yeah. and then with the Saturn, with the Libra and that collaborative quality, maybe it's that you now look for aligned partnerships or even just supportive partnerships. Like, Hey, I'm looking at doing, you know, am I supported? Um, how, how yeah. would you support this? Anyway, uh, just a thought because that will give you some momentum as far as like the plan and creating the discipline. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. It was, I mean, I think this is such a, um, it's this, this is really valuable to people that are going to be listening to this because, you know, likewise, it's, it's like they have those challenges or they have, they might know things about themselves, but then how does this actually come into the path that they're here to take? So I really appreciate you um, yeah. sharing all of this and I think that's, it's just the more that we do that, the, the more people can be living, um, you know, higher, higher purpose path, I guess. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah. Well, um, I will just say that it's been a pleasure connecting with you, Joanne. Really appreciate your time. And um, thank you. And you too. It's been um, really insightful. Yes. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that. And I just wish you so much goodness on this path. I think you're on to good things. And I look forward to hoping, hopefully connecting with you in the future. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Okay. Well, enjoy, my dear, and have a wonderful rest of your probably evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.